Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. And, and I don't believe that you can categorize these works and say, well, this is more important than that. I believe they're all important. You see, if we're not careful, sometimes we think, well, the working of miracles, boy, that's much greater than, than teaching ministry. Or healing people, you know, getting people healed is much greater than, you know, that's much more important. That's much greater than teaching ministry. Let me show you something. You got your Bibles there? Can you read? Turn over to 1 Corinthians real quickly. Let me show you something the Lord showed me. It startled me. You know, because sometimes we just get things like that in our minds. 12th chapter, 1 Corinthians. 12th chapter, 1 Corinthians. We get certain things in our mind. I think it hinders us a lot of time. Read it from receiving from God and being blessed of God and even doing the work. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on doing the works of Jesus, Volume 2. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. I make mention of the fact on another occasion that I was praying in the Spirit, and I saw a certain church. I'd never been there before. But then... To make a long story short, I called this pastor because I, I had preached for him in another place. And I did not know that he was in this city now. But here he was right close to me, just a few miles away. And, and so uh, I remember when my wife and I went over on Sunday morning then, as we turned the corner and headed down towards the church, I said to my wife, because I already described her, now I saw that Friday night. This is Sunday morning. That's just exactly the way it looked in the vision. I saw the name of the church and so on. And then on Friday night, see, and this is Sunday morning, I saw myself standing in the pulpit in that church. Now, I've never been in that pulpit before. Uh, I guess through, the, through these, uh, since 1950, through these 30 year, this 30-year period, since Jesus appeared to me in that vision in 1950, there's been three or four times that in the Spirit I saw myself standing in a certain church. Sometimes it'd be five, six, seven years before it'd come to pass. And then I'd stand in the pulpit and I'd say to myself, well, I've been here before, and yet I know I've never been to this city before. I've never been to this pulpit. And then it's dawned on me. I remember I was lying on my bed down there at 400 South 3rd Street, praying in the Spirit, and I saw myself. That's it. I, that's it. I saw myself standing, you see, years before in that pulpit. Well, somebody said, why so long? Now, wait just a minute. Did you know in the realm of the Spirit there's no such thing as time? I said, did you know in the realm of the Spirit there's no such thing as time? Are you listening to me? See, that's the reason that God in His Word said, now is the day of salvation. See, well, that day of salvation in our way of speaking was yesterday and it's right now, it'll be tomorrow. But it's all now with God. Because God's always now. Now is the day of salvation. Today is accepted time. Praise God. Isn't that right? You see? So there's no such thing as time, yet, uh, yet that came to pass, you see. Well, I saw myself standing in this church. Now, I saw myself say, you see, to a lady here, and I saw this on Friday night, and then I acted it out on Sunday morning. You know, the Lord shows me that you have a tumor, a growth, about as, in your right breast, is about as large as a hen egg. And uh, he told me to tell you it's gone. Now, she was going to be operated on that week, but they couldn't find it and disappeared. In fact, it disappeared right then. And then I pointed to a lady on the back pew and said, the Lord shows me that you have a tumor on the back of your right kidney. 
And now, uh, and she's going to be operated on that week also, I learned later. And, and, and it disappeared. They couldn't find it. And that's what the Lord told me. You just tell them it's gone. Don't pray for them, you see. Now, you see, it is scriptural to pray. You might be led by the Spirit to pray for somebody. You might be led by the Spirit to lay your hands on somebody. Well, that's scriptural, all right, you see. But these things work very often over in this other area that way, you see. Now, on another occasion, I was preaching, you see, and, and I was praying in the Spirit, in tongues, in other words, in the nighttime, and I saw my next night service. I was in a camp meeting, and I saw myself point to a lady, never seen her before in my life, never been to that state before in my life, and say to her, uh, for the last three nights, you've been sitting up in bed from two o'clock on, just struggling for breath. And I saw her in the nighttime, the night before, sitting up in bed. She couldn't breathe as she lay down. And even setting up, she'd <sighs> breathe like that, try to get her breath and check her heart. And she said, that's right, you're right. I said, the Lord told me to tell you you're healed. And she was. I pointed to another lady and I said, the Lord shows me you have arthritis. See, I couldn't tell sitting there, you know, whether she had arthritis or didn't. But she's bound up with arthritis. We had a lady over there in South Africa that had been bed fast with arthritis for three years. It was instantly healed. Praise God. And the next night she's out testifying, you know, on the plant walk, just as good as anybody. Praise the Lord. And so uh, that lady was healed later on in my meeting, testified being healed. Then I saw myself minister to a lady on a stretcher. Well, now, these things will work in different ways, many different ways. And I've just given you some outstanding examples. There, there are a lot this side of that. I, in fact, I could just stand here and tell you of incident after incident, take up all my time, talk all this afternoon, all night long, and, and, and still things tell you about things that happen along that line. There has been a manifestation occasionally along that line, and sometimes more regularly than other times, because man doesn't control it. Jesus said, I can't of my own self do nothing. So he ministered that way. Then you could expect some of us to minister that way. Even believers may be used that way sometimes, as the Spirit will. But yet, right on the other hand, that's not the only way Jesus ministered. Now, you see, turn back there. You see, we're talking about the Holy Ghost and what he'll do and how he'll manifest himself through you. Turn back there to that ninth chapter again. I told you we was coming back there. To that ninth chapter of Matthew. And notice this that it said concerning the ministry of Jesus, or we might put it this way, concerning the works of Jesus. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching in their synagogues. Did you ever stop to think about that? When we're teaching the Word of God, we're doing the works of Jesus? Are you listening to me? And, and I don't believe that you can uh, categorize these works and say, well, this is more important than that. I believe they're all important. You see, if we're not careful, sometimes we think, well, the working of miracles, boy, that's much greater than, than teaching ministry or healing people. You know, getting people healed is much greater than, you know, that's much more important. That's much greater than teaching ministry. Let me show you something. You got your Bibles there? Can you read? Turn over to 1 Corinthians real quickly. Let me show you something the Lord showed me. It startled me. You know, because sometimes we just get things like that in our minds. 12th chapter, 1 Corinthians. 12th chapter, 1 Corinthians. We get certain things in our mind, and I think it hinders us a lot of time. Read it from receiving from God and being blessed of God and even doing the works of Jesus. Now notice. 1 Corinthians 12th chapter, 28th verse. And God has set some in the church. 
first, apostles. Secondarily, prophets. Thirdly, teachers. After that. In other words, you might say fourthly. Miracles. Then, then after that. Fifth, gifts of healings. Now, I remember one time when Jesus appeared to me in a vision the month of January 1958 in El Paso, Texas. And sit down by my bedside and talk for an hour and a half to me, primarily about the ministry of the prophet. You notice this list in here? Because I'd gotten trouble and had fallen, knocked my elbow out of place. And, and so the Lord said to me, you see, you got in trouble because you got out of my perfect will. Now, you know, there is protection for us. I, I've stayed there most of the time, thank the Lord. <laughs> Amen. But don't condemn anybody. Any of us could get out of it. And, and I, through my ministry, you know, I was healed in 1934. And I go along sometime five, six, seven, even ten years at the time. Don't even know I have a body. Just, just don't have any problems with the, with the flesh, with the body at all. I mean, I'll endeavor to live over in the spirit realm. Now, if you've never been there, you don't know what I'm talking about, and I don't know how to explain it to you. But very little, very few times have I ever had anything physically wrong with me in all these years because I learned to walk in the Word of God and in the will of God. And the only problems I have had to tell you the real truth about it, physically, was when I was not in the will of God in ministry. And then I got in trouble. I didn't say that's so concerning you. And that would not be so concerning you unless you had the same revelation of the truth of God's word and was walking in it. And so uh, the Lord said to me, you see, you got out of my perfect will. Because you see, your ministry is the ministry of the prophet and the teacher. Uh, it seems to me that those are the two hardest ministries to synchronize that there is. Now I've had the most trouble because the teaching ministry is a more of a logical presentation where the prophet's ministry so many times is very illogical. And, uh, and, and more inspirational. And, uh, and so he said, you reverse the order. He said, did you notice in my word, you can look these scriptures up if you care. You know, of course, the Bible said in the mouth of two or three witnesses, their word be established. Notice he said in my word that the prophet's ministry is always listed before the teaching ministry. Every single time where they're mentioned. Now, for instance, there's in, uh, in, 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 in Ephesians 4, 11, when Jesus ascended on high, he gave gifts to men. He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Now, he said they're listed in their importance. Well, can you see the prophet's ministry listed above the teaching ministry? Now, then here, see, here in this verse, this verse, you see. Notice, God has set, 
some in the church, first apostles, secondarily prophets. Now here he lists, thirdly, teachers. Now notice each time prophet's ministry is listed before the teaching ministry. But he said, you see, you know, uh, uh, I think we got it all wrong sometimes. Bless our hearts. And, and that's true. Jesus said to this man, go and sin no more lest the worst thing come upon you. And we get to thinking about a fellow doing something like maybe stealing something or telling a lie, committing adultery or something, you know, hating somebody. But did you know that you can just, if you're in the ministry, you can get your ministry reversed and get in trouble. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. This month's package includes two special resources. First, the book entitled Called of God by Ken Hagen. The next item in this offer is the single CD by Ken Hagen, Every Member a Minister. All this for $14.95. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rhema for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. April, we're going to be up in Omaha, Nebraska. That's right. Three April 3 through 6 at uh, Faith Family Church, uh, Tony and Jeanette Finley. Yes. Uh, looking, forward to, looking forward to that. So I just thought I'd give you a little bit of what, what's going on. That's right. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we'll continue Kenneth E. Hagen's life-changing series, Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 2. That's next time on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.